Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. Today's episode is all about pelvic organ prolapse. Pelvic organ prolapse is very common, yet many women have not heard of it. Get ready to learn some great information that might surprise you. Are you at risk for having pelvic organ prolapse? This is the second episode in the series on the pelvic floor. I am super excited to announce that Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators swag is now out. Go to swag.vaginas, vulvas, and vibrators to check out the new stuff today. You will not want to miss some of my favorite teas, so be sure to go check that out and get yours today. Pelvic organ prolapse is a very common condition that I have found many of my patients and clients are unaware of. When I was doing lots of pure romance parties, that is something that I made sure to focus on during our sexual health and women's health portion of the party. And I always tried to make sure to educate women on pelvic organ prolapse. So if you've been to one of my parties before, I'm sure you have heard a little bit about this, but get ready. We're going to dive right in. Pelvic organ prolapse is a benign condition where the tissues and muscles of the pelvic floor can no longer support the pelvic floor organs and they drop down. Ultimately, it is weak muscles of the pelvic floor. A 2008 study published in JAMA, or the Journal of American Medical Association, showed that about 3% of women experienced pelvic organ prolapse. They also noted that one in five women experience pelvic floor disorders. So if you remember back to our last episode, we talked about some types of pelvic floor disorders. That includes urinary incontinence, fecal incontinence, and pelvic organ prolapse. A lot of women are dealing with disorders of the pelvic floor. There are some things that increase your risk of developing pelvic organ prolapse. First of all, pregnancy and vaginal childbirth are the most common causes. Multiple pregnancies also increase the risk of pelvic organ prolapse. And during the second stage of labor, the muscles of the pelvic floor are stretched to 200% their threshold for stretch injuries. So no wonder why pregnancy and childbirth increase the risk of pelvic organ prolapse. Some other factors that increase the risk is menopause, especially the loss of estrogen. In the research that I did putting this episode together, I couldn't find any specific reason as to why the loss of estrogen caused or increased the risk of pelvic organ prolapse. But what I suspect is that that loss of elasticity in the tissue when estrogen drops plays some sort of factor into that. Another factor that increases your risk of pelvic organ prolapse is repeated heavy lifting, pelvic surgeries, including hysterectomies, and interestingly enough, conditions that create pressure in the abdomen also increase the risk. So that includes being overweight or obese, having constipation and straining with bowel movements, and even a chronic cough from smoking, asthma, or other conditions. There are different types of pelvic organ prolapse. There is one type where the bladder is affected, which is called a cystostele or an anterior vaginal wall prolapse. There's another where the uterus is affected, which is called uterine prolapse. 
Uterine prolapse can also be accompanied by the small intestine prolapsing, which is called an enterocele. The top of the vagina can also be affected, and that is called a vaginal vault prolapse. And lastly, the rectum can be affected, and this is called a rectocele or posterior vaginal wall prolapse. So how do you know if you have pelvic organ prolapse? Many women will actually not have any symptoms and may not even know that they have a prolapse. This can be a gradual, slow process, and it varies from mild to severe. Mild being where sometimes a bulge might be felt inside the vagina, or severe where the organs may be pushed out of the vaginal opening. And the organs meaning what's affected, the bladder, the uterus, the vagina, rectum, those things. Some of the symptoms you might experience is being able to feel that vaginal bulge or having pelvic pressure or fullness. You may even notice some voiding dysfunction, so leaking of urine or even difficulty emptying the bladder. You might experience defecation dysfunction, sexual dysfunction, and even low back pain. Pelvic organ prolapse can have a significant effect on a woman's quality of life. To obtain a diagnosis of pelvic organ prolapse, you'll want to see your provider. They are likely going to do a vaginal and rectal exam. They might even ask you to cough or bear down during the exam. A lot of times, I know for me working in primary care, I'm likely going to send you to the gynecologist for a full evaluation. When your provider performs the exam, a lot of times they're going to stage the severity of the organ prolapse. So stage zero is no prolapse. Stage one is where the most distal or the furthest point of the prolapse is more than one centimeter above the level of the hymen. Stage two is where the most distal portion of the prolapse is between one centimeter above the hymen and one centimeter below the hymen. So that's where it would be kind of sticking out from the vaginal entry about one centimeter. Stage three is where the prolapse extends more than a centimeter beyond the hymen, but no more than two centimeters of the total vaginal length. And then there's stage four, which is total or complete vaginal eversion. When it comes to treatment, many women don't need treatment. However, if your symptoms are bothersome, treatment may be needed. One option that helps prevent progression, but it does not reverse the prolapse, is doing your Kegel exercises. This can also improve incontinence. We have a whole nother episode coming up on how to do Kegels properly, so be on the lookout for that. We are definitely going to be covering that in this section. If you are having incontinence, I would also try limiting your fluid intake, reduce alcohol and caffeine, and even consider doing some bladder training. Another treatment option that I highly recommend is pelvic floor physical therapy. So those are trained individuals to help with conditions specifically related to the pelvic floor. Go check out the last episode on pelvic floor physical therapy to learn more about what they do but that is a wonderful resource that I absolutely try to tap into with my patients or for my patients. 
because I think that everybody can value from that, especially if you're dealing with any of the conditions that they treat, but specifically pelvic organ prolapse. Another treatment option is a pessary. This is a device that is inserted into the vagina to help support the pelvic organs. Many women will find immediate relief from symptoms when they use a pessary. They do come in different shapes and sizes. Your medical provider would fit you for the appropriate pessary. These can be short-term or long-term options. It works great for some women. Other women don't like it, but it is a wonderful non-surgical treatment option. Now, lastly, if you have failed all conservative measures or if your pelvic organ prolapse is severe, surgery is an option. There are two different types of surgery. One is to repair the pelvic floor, and this helps restore the organs closer to their original position. Many times a wire mesh or sling might be used to help support the pelvic floor organs. The other type of surgery is to shorten, narrow, or close off the vagina. This also helps create support for the prolapsed organs. However, if this is the surgery route that you choose, vaginal intercourse may not be possible after this procedure, especially if they closed off the entrance of the vagina. Keep in mind, it is still possible for pelvic organ prolapse to come back after surgery, and you are at higher risk of it returning if the surgery is performed before the age of 60, if you are overweight, or if you have a more severe form of prolapse. To prevent organ prolapse, there are a couple of things that you can do today. First of all, reduce constipation by increasing your fiber and water intake. If you are experiencing constipation, consider talking to your doctor about maybe a stool softener or like Amanda mentioned in the last episode, using a stool to raise your feet up from the ground can help relax your muscles and help with your bowel movements and prevent straining as well. Another step you can take today is to lose weight. That will help reduce the pressure on the pelvic floor. You can also stop smoking, so that's going to reduce your risk of cough, the smoker's cough that would also contribute to potentially pelvic organ prolapse. Overall, these are generally healthy tips to live by, you know, having normal BMI, normal weight, not smoking, you know, general overall health. The last thing that you can do to prevent pelvic organ prolapse is to do your Kegel exercises. So stay tuned for the next episode all about that. But Kegel exercises can strengthen the pelvic floor, but they do not reverse pelvic organ prolapse but they can help prevent it. Hopefully this episode taught you something new and expanded your knowledge. This podcast is sponsored by Pure Romance by Jordan Jones. If you haven't yet heard of My Sexy Box, you are going to want to make sure you get yours right away. The quarterly subscription box is coming to doors December 15th, so do not delay and get yours now. This subscription box includes over $100 of top-selling products and some of my personal favorites. Do not sleep on this. Check out the link in the bio to get yours today or go to sexybox.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. 
If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.